Welcome back to the Black Yes, the ones and zeros of all things metal. I'm Matt. And I'm Jeff. Today we're uh, at two new bands to both of us, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you are not mistaken. Awesome. One, and this is how I would pronounce it, just because it, it's spelt differently, is Endus. It's spelt E-N-D-V-S, and I think they're using that V as a U. I've seen a couple different bands do that before. What do you, is that how you would pronounce it? Yeah, that's how I, how okay. I did. And then Immerse. Uh, yeah, so these were both bands. Did I, I, I sent you both these bands, right? Yes, you did. Awesome. Okay, yeah. So discovered them and I said, Jeff, we need to do these. I really like these bands. And he said, okay, because he's a <laughs> kind and gracious co-host. So... <laughs> Well, I'm sure I've sent you things too. Oh, what was the volumes? Was that you're like, oh we, yeah, we need to do this. <laughs> and I said, all right, we can with do a bunch that. of happy, <laughs> a bunch of happy faces after it because that that's one of my, yeah, just yeah, it was one of my um, most anticipated albums uh, coming out that I've been looking forward to because like a lot of the bands that we've been that we do is um, like I think a lot of this stuff is like new to us. I'd say, yeah. um, not all of it, but. Um, Volumes was definitely one that I, that was on my radar mm-hmm. and, uh, I really liked that one so far. So, so um, expect that in the near future. Yeah. yeah. So the album, the, the albums that we're reviewing are both new albums, um, from 2021. Um, Immerse is the weight that holds me here and Endis is cessation. Nice. Uh, which one did you want to start off with? I don't think we talked about that. Oh, no, we didn't. Um, I'll let you drive on that one. <laughs> All right. I'm open up to Endus, so we'll just start off with Endus and Cessations. Is that how you pronounce it? Cessation. Cessation. Uh, sure. Yeah, so once again, new band. I was looking up their bio. They have uh, about 15 years of onstage experience each, and it's a four... It's What's uh, what's crazy is this band is a uh, melodic death metal band. They do a lot of it's very uh what's the word I'm, it's like deep musically the mm-hmm. it's just the amount of work that they do with instruments it's surprising for me that it's a four-piece band like i i, I even wrote down it was like four-piece melodic death metal and then underneath the four i put an arrow saying unbelievable like it's crazy how full this band sounds and it only being a four-piece Mm-hmm. Uh, they yeah. So oh, so that sorry. means that yeah. I wonder how they do that because if I let, let's just I'll assume that I'll assume that the singer probably does some guitar work, mm-hmm. maybe like rhythm guitar. Another like the lead guitar because there's like a lot of solos that happen, bass yep. and drums. But then there's like this like symphonic string sound in the background. I wonder, I wonder if, uh, how that, how they, they do that live or well, I'm they sure might they have some kind of method. Yeah. They might write it and then record it as a track and then just play to that track. Yeah. Of the symphony, be. which would, would help with livery, like their live shows because the tracks are usually they're they're on a beat. So it would help you keep the same rhythm through the whole thing. Cause I know like some bands, you go to the live show and the songs like sped up by 5% or something. And it sounds a little off sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I could imagine this happening with like a lot of melodic style bands because they're so big and epic that if you don't have a track, it might be a little difficult to keep time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but especially with uh, all the, like, like you said, symphonic tracks that they have in there. Uh, I, it's just crazy to me how full this sounds. I was expecting at least like six or seven. Yeah, it does. It does appear that way mm-hmm. upon first listen. Yep. Uh, there. It, so there's 10 songs on this album and they, they like to write long songs. The average is, about, they do. is just <laughs> over five minutes. And I, that's not a bad thing uh, in my opinion, at least for this band. I, uh, one of my favorite songs actually is uh, Becoming the End. Yeah, me too. And it's a seven 
minute and 17 second song, mm-hmm. <laughs> which when I, song. like, I, uh, I think I've said this before is I listen to a lot of this while driving into work. So I don't look at my phone. I don't, I don't have like a thing saying how long, uh, the song has been playing. So I just, I listen to it and keep driving. And, uh, the fact that it's seven minutes long, it, I, it doesn't feel like it to me whenever I listen to the song and, uh, Definitely, it feels like a long song, but it doesn't feel like a seven-minute long song. Uh, I'm yeah, I might agree with that. Um, I think I think if I remember correctly, there there's like a part at the end where I thought like where there's kind of like a break, and I thought that the song ended, but then there's another like two minutes. Yeah, that that happened. Uh, I th- I think that's the song I'm thinking about, but they yeah, becoming they that, that a pop- couple times, but okay. Yeah, I think becoming the end out of all of them um, was definitely my favorite. Uh, just because I I had the chorus stuck in my head um, whenever I was like listening to them or about to listen to them. So yeah, it's what's funny yeah. is it's one of my favorites. I couldn't put down a reason why I enjoyed it so much. Uh, maybe I think it was the first song that I heard by them. So that might have been kind of a why it kind of stuck, but I, I didn't really write anything why I liked it. It's just one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just overall good. <clears throat> yeah, I seem to I seem to like the like the opener song of albums, or mm-hmm. I I not I, maybe judge an album, I guess, by its opener. Right, like yeah. not 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 like completely, but. Uh, you know, I, I like, I like, I like when an album has a strong opener. Let's it's, say that. it's like, uh, not judging a book by its cover. It's like judging a book by its like first chapter Yeah. where if it, if it doesn't really get you hooked by like the first two or three songs, uh, you're kind of, uh, don't give me a reason to listen to the rest of the album. So mm-hmm. I could kind of get behind that. Like it's not necessarily you judge it based off the first song, but for me, it's at least the first couple songs, which mm-hmm. is uh, what, what what book or not? Uh, the, we were just talking about John Galican's book, which is I have that on my head right now. Uh, album, I think it was Wage War, and one of their first songs on Wage War had that like they were doing that uh like poppy singing or maybe it was just the first song that I heard off that album. I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> but yeah, it turned yeah. out that the song was yeah, the song was good. I enjoyed it, and then the rest of the album didn't necessarily have all that like pop singing. So it was it was nice little uh, different different uh, con not context. What am I thinking of? Flavor? It, yeah, flavor. Um, not necessarily flavor, uh, like when you, like there's like soft and crunchy texture. Oh, that's, texture, that's, yeah. that's the, that's, that was the word I was looking for. It was still a food, food related <laughs> thought, but yeah, it provides different textures to the album. Uh, yeah, yeah I back- think you're, I think you're right in, on that one. Cause I, I remember you saying, I, I forget what the, the song was, but I know it was track three and you're like, oh, I'm just kind of waiting for that, for that song to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but back to end us. Uh, yeah, becoming the end was good. Did you have anything off of that? You necessarily, like I said, I I enjoyed it overall. I didn't really write anything down as to why. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't have any notes for this album really, <gasps> um, other than, um, uh just kind of because well just because they're long they're, you know they're longer songs and mm-hmm. and we ha- and we're doing a double episode obviously so there's a lot there's just like a, a lot to remember this week yeah but um um i i would say that they had a cool sound um not typically something i search for mm-hmm. um i i liked the sound but i wouldn't say that it completely did did anything for me mm-hmm. this week i don't know if i wasn't in the mood for the style um but uh 
it was still cool. It like, like, like becoming the end when I was listening to it, you know, that, that, that one definitely got stuck in my head, but, uh, I, I think it was just, you know, nothing against them. I think it was just me that wasn't in the, it wasn't feeling this, this style this week. Um, cause it is, cause it was like, cause it's like an hour, an hour long album. Yeah. And, um, you know, so, uh, well, you need to get into the mood with Forge. I'm joking. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, a little four, <clears throat> I need a little foreplay before I. I don't know. Get in the mood for that. Get in the mood. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> no. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah. So yeah, one of my other favorites was Immortals, which was different because it had this, uh, not different because it had a beautiful intro, but it had this beautiful intro. And I think they had a guest or at least just a uh, studio female vocalist mm-hmm. in there. And I just love the contrast because the whole album you're hearing, uh, a male vocalist. And then all of a sudden uh, out of nowhere, you get this like beautiful v- female vocalist and come in and you're like, Oh, it breaks it up. Nice. Uh, change of pace. And then at three forty, there's uh, a little, I love their guitar solos. They're, they're not very, they're not showy. And I know a lot of like melodic bands will have really flashy guitar solos. These were just kind of like little slow. Uh, sometimes they were slow. Sometimes they were kind of fast. Like at 340, they had this just short little fast solo. And then at 450, they had this so like slower melodic uh, guitar solo that had this synthy background to it. Uh, it's I, I enjoyed it. I felt like uh, did a really good job at uh, kind of piecing those solos in there and then not making them super like, look at me, I'm a guitarist and I can play a solo. They were just like, it expanded on them on the music. Mm-hmm. Cause I know. Yeah, and I th- oh. <clears throat> it's interesting that you, that they're, that they're short because I would like, it seems like, oh, like within this, genre mm-hmm. um like a, another band if they did had similar style seems like like a minute and a half or two minutes of the song would be like a big long guitar solo or mm-hmm. something exactly. whereas these guys they have like they have long songs uh but a good portion of it is not flashy crazy showmanship it's it's just how that's just how long it took them to express what the what they mm-hmm. needed to you know what they needed to say. Like, I think when we did Lorna Shore, they had like all their songs were kind of like six minutes, but I, I would argue that, you know, good, maybe minute, minute and a half of each of those songs were like guitar solos, like in every, in mm-hmm. every one. And I think it was like, 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 like immortals, like you said, um, they had a, like a solo here and a solo hair, a solo there. It seemed like, <clears throat> seemed like in, in those Lorna, Lorna Shore songs, it needed those. I remember us saying that it needed those guitar solos to, you know, fill it in. And yeah, because if, because if it didn't, then it would, it's not, not that it wouldn't be as interesting, but, um, it just fit better with, you know, guitar solos. But I remember them being on the longer side. Yeah. You know, whereas these guys, they have kind of shorter guitar solos. They're, they're sprinkled. There's a lot sprinkled around throughout the album, but, uh, but they don't need those guitar solos to like, uh, like enhance their, it's, it's, well, it, it enhances their creativity, but they, it's not like they they're like, Oh, I don't, I don't know what to put here. Okay. Guitar solo. Yeah. You know, like they, their, their, their songwriting ability is diverse enough to where they, they can make a seven minute song, but most of it is not flashy, you know, sh- flashy parts. Yeah. I think, I think one of the, I mean, when I talked about this is, with Lorna Shore, it was very dark and very um, just like in your face the whole time with just n- not noise, but like it was just in your face like the whole time. And those guitar, uh, those guitar solos kind of softened it and allowed you to breathe. So you didn't feel like you were getting bombarded the whole time. It just kind of gave yeah. you like that, allowing you to come up for air before they pulled you back underneath the water, you know, <laughs> whereas 
and us, they kind of, they, they're, they're more of a, like, well, they're, it's in their, in the genre, they're melodic. So they, they tend to do this kind of frilly type guitar throughout the whole song mixed in with like strings and uh, different tracks, symphonic tracks. So to put in a longer solo, it's almost, it seems pointless because you, what it, it, it's not like you're at, like you said, it's, it's like, you're not adding all that much. Whereas if you throw in a nice little doodly do that kind of <laughs> steps outside of that melodic sense just a little bit and is a little bit flashy and a little bit uh, something different than the kind of tone that you've been doing the the song, it breaks it up and it's nice. Yeah, I like I like I like flashiness like when it's appropriate. Like mm-hmm. these guys do it well, where it's like um, for Immortals, uh, the solo was what maybe well, like ten seconds or something like that. Twenty seconds at the most. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just a little snippet here and there of, of things. Um, um, now, even though I, I, I mentioned a minute ago that, you know, the album didn't really do much for me this week, I think this would be an awesome show to see live. Oh, yeah. How epic it would be. But I would also add not only that it would be awesome to see live, but um, say what you will about, you know, bring me the horizon, how they sound nowadays, but they did, they did a concert at, um, Royal Albert hall, I think it's called. Okay. And, and it's like, they're near, they're not, they're, they're in between music where it's not like they're like electronic stuff that they have nowadays, but it's not like they're hard. It's not like they're, you know, albums that were like death metal or whatever you, whatever you call it. It's like, but they're pop core. Yeah, 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 like their radio friendly stuff. Yeah. But they had they had a um like a symphony behind them. Mm. And it was phenomenal. I'm I I'm telling you, man, it it was awesome. Okay. I might I might have to send you a track or two after yeah. this. But I could picture this band doing their thing. You know, like the Bring Me the Horizon had their like their core band. It was like five guys. Yeah. But they had this like, I don't know, 30 piece uh, orchestra behind him, like strings, uh, um, those like big drums at like timpanis, I think, and yeah. like flutes and like that type of thing. I could totally picture that this band Endis doing something like that. And that would be, I think that would be an amazing ex- experience to see. Dude, why, why you gotta do that to me? Why, you gotta, <laughs> why? why you gotta, why do you gotta tease me like that? Cause <laughs> You're, you're right. Like it, they, these guys would be awesome to see live, but then to, on top of that, throw in like a live symphony. I don't even care. I would have to be in a seat the whole time. Like, Oh, that'd be so good. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, uh, and, and I, I, I don't know much about it, but I don't know if Royal Albert Hall has, has like done that type of music before. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I've seen like one other, concert um he's like a blues rock guy I, I've, I've seen him live but i but I, but uh i've like my my dad has like a dvd of him playing at the royal albert hall so i don't know how diverse they are but it's very it was very like unusual for me for me to say, oh like bring me the horizons playing there you know um but yeah. uh like the the people in the in the in the crowd were like standing up it wasn't they weren't like all seated it mm. was there weren't like mosh pits or anything like that, but it was, <laughs> they were, they were rocking out, you know, standing up. So it's, it was, it was really cool. That's interesting. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess my own, my only other notes on this, uh, was they had some driving on immort on the immortals was they had some driving drums with long held out guitar notes and like the guttural screams. I forget where they're at in the song, I think like mid to end, the guttural screams are just epic. They're just so just deep and uh, they they just they it good good ear noises is what it is. Just <laughs> it's good ear noise. Good ear like noises. That. They're just epic. I loved them. Yeah, uh, that's a good that's a good description for the band. Is just epic, which is mm-hmm. um not that I had many notes, but that was one that I, that I knew I wasn't going to forget to say. <laughs> yeah. If, if you're going to, I feel like if you're going to enter into the realm of male- 
anything melodic, right? If you're going to be like melodic death metal, just straight up melodic metal, or, it, you know, if you're going to have the word melodic, you better be epic because if not, you're falling short and they definitely don't fall short. These guys are epic. Love it. Mm-hmm. I'm still, I'm still in like sticker shock that they're four that they're a four piece band. It's absolutely crazy. Sticker shock. Yeah, you, you know what sticker shock is? I don't think so. Uh, you like you're in the process of buying something like a car or something and you think it's going to be cheaper than what it is. And oh. then you, you look at it and it's more expensive. It's kind of like reverse sticker shock, I guess, because I was expecting seven, eight people in a band. And then I look and there's four. You're like, whoa, how do they do that? Is it like buyer's remorse? Uh, it's mm-hmm. what you get before buyer's remorse. Oh, I got you. Okay. <laughs> like you're sweating. You're like kind of sweating after like you're, you're, you're like, like when I bought some of my audio gear, like I was cut, like I was about to hit the buy button and it was a lot of money and I was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <clears throat> there was another part that I liked, um, in apex. I think it was, I think it was apex. Yeah. It was, there was, a there was like this really cool groove, this drum groove. Um, I think it was at. Go to 240, 240. At, in Apex with a, a kind of like a gritty bass. And then mm-hmm. it goes into a guitar solo with like that clean, clean guitar. And then with like the s- strings behind it. Yeah. And it goes into the solo around like three minutes. That part stuck out to me. But I couldn't, when I was searching for it, I'm like, oh, I, I can't remember. It's because it's you know, 10 minutes into the album, but it's only the second song. So I was, I was like, Oh, which song is it? You know? And I, yep. yeah, like, like, like you, I'm, I'm most like every time I listened to all of, all of these albums was basically when I was driving mm-hmm. and, uh, when I can, I try to look over and like check which song it was, Yeah, you know, but, uh, so yeah, that was, that was another, another standout part that I, that I really liked. Yeah. Oh, Sorry, I had to take a sip of my tea. Uh, the my I guess my my other I I enjoyed every single song on this album, but I my three favorites were Becoming the End, The Immortals, and then Forgiveness and Death. Mm-hmm. The whole uh in my notes I have <laughs> love the whole chorus. It's banging <laughs> for Bang. the yeah, it's just like a banging chorus. And that the intro, it's just this nice like chugging and they got this string keypad going on behind it. And it, oh man, it just makes you want to like rock out like in your seat. You're just like, mm, you know, you get your hand up and start moving your head a little bit. It's just a good. Yeah, I'm, I'm hearing like a piano. Um Yeah like uh layered in there not like it's not like a sh- not like a very articulate piano it's kind of like a softer sound but it's yeah uh like layered on top of the or uh, layered in with those strings doing what the strings are doing yeah and then when he starts singing at like the 30 second mark or 35 second mark somewhere in there going through till past the 50 second mark it's just i love the tonation and the way he articulates his words it's it's just smooth and like longing almost like it's just like like there's like a little bit of desperation in his voice and it just sounds it's good Mm, it's good it's Um, it's good (laughs) um they're from, it says they're from Sydney, mm-hmm. uh, Australia. Um, but I didn't, I didn't, it didn't like their, whether they have an accent or not, didn't really poke through that I, that I could, uh, pay, that I could hear. Yeah. Not all that much. Um, um it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't, not like that matters to me, but yeah, it's interesting. Um, yeah, my, but, uh, one other thing that I, that I, um, 
I noticed or that I thought of while I was mentioning this or when I was listening to it was uh, there like through, when it, when I was listening through it throughout, I was like, you know, this kind of, this kind of feels like uh, there were, there were parts where I'm like, it kind of feels like I'm in space right now. Yeah. It's not like, and not like an ethereal feeling or like ambient really, but just like, I could picture this to like a soundtrack of like a short, like a short film Mm-hmm. like a short space film or something. And then I looked at the album artwork and there's literally like an astronaut guy on Mars on or like on Ma- yeah. yeah, on Mars. And I was like, Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's that kind of goes in with like, so the, for forgiveness and death, I put solos not showing off. It's kind of reiterating about the solos, but uh, for this, it not even just that, not even for forgiveness and death for a, a lot of the songs, uh, it's kind of more just something that you close your eyes and get lost into the sound mm-hmm. is how I experienced this. I not while I was driving, but when I was listening to it at my, at, at my house, uh, I would just kind of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would just kind of like driving like, mm, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no. So I would, I would just kind of sit back in my chair and, and close my eyes and just, like experience it was just very serene I don't, I don't know if that's the right word i don't know it's just it it it, it, it you you had to i think the best way to experience my personal opinion was to close your eyes and just sit back and yeah, just see, let just, it let it overtake you yeah i think serene would be right it says calm okay. calm peaceful and untroubled tranquil okay yeah we're gonna go with serene all right. Let it just um, let it overtake you. And Yeah, I think Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say yeah, I think this this album is 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 best listened to as like a collective rather than rather than like or, or like all together rather than like mm-hmm. listening to like blasting like a single. Like 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 it doesn't really seem like the type of album or band that would like release singles like oh, who here's our new single off the mm-hmm. album. You know, it's it's just like it's like a epic like experience really well it'd be like here's one tenth of the album (laughs) right right (laughs) or here's half the album with the one song but (laughs) no uh yeah it's it's kind of more of a a total experience which is interesting uh another thing is it says they have 15 years of stage experience each i'm curious if they came from different bands and if if so, what bands they came from, because, uh, they only have one album Mm -hmm. or have they been working for 15 years to release this one album? Cause if so, well done. Yeah. Um, I just Googled, oh, this isn't, this doesn't look right. I just Googled them. Um, I'm not, not I usually go to Wikipedia, but I haven't, that it just, nothing's really coming up. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure they've been in other bands. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it would make sense if they took some, some time to really nail these songs down before, you know, recording it. Yeah. I know. Um, I know they are a smaller band or smaller known because they only have 223 monthly listeners which is astounding because they're so clean so precise i'm surprised that not more people are listening to them yeah i know like it seems like they'd have more than that um but uh but so i found it says encyclopedia metalum the metal archives and it says members Uh um so they're all 2019 to present so two years and then it says see also Starforge, x anno domini end of aeon gods of eden shangrin lower back problems live i don't know I don't, maybe it's like a live band only or something yeah. angelina mutant on a f- <laughs> mutant on a forklift <laughs> uh, the couple of those actually sounded familiar the like the first two that you said um, Starforge, Starforge Anno. for whatever reason, and Anno Domini. Yeah, I don't know why those names sound familiar. I can't place them, but 
Okay. So yeah, they have been by the, by the sounds of that, they've been in other bands and this is a new kind of uh what Darko type thing. Mhm. New project. Yeah. Dubstep think, side project. Yeah, I think it's terrific. Yeah, yeah, same here. Um There was one more thing I wanted to say. Was, oh, this is just kind of random, but uh I think uh so like, you know, these songs are longer, like mm-hmm. seven, seven minutes is the longest one becoming the end. And, and, uh, I think Taylor Swift just released this like new song that's like 10 minutes long. Yeah. And like, people are like, only she could do a 10 minute song. And then everyone's like laughs in prog metal. <laughs> yeah. Like C tool. Yeah. C tool. C, uh, uh, what was, uh, between the buried and me, yeah. uh, pretty, pretty much every, any prog metal band. And, yeah. Metallica even has a couple like nine and a half, maybe 10 minute long songs. Mm-hmm. It's she's the only uh, top 40 hit pop hits or whatever that could do it or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's a bunch of people. It's like, yeah, it is hard because a lot of that, a lot of that music is not written by the artist. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. These four chords again. Okay. A 10 minute four chord song. Hell <laughs> oh, yeah. I, oh, I'm wait, actually kind of you know interested. Somebody's done that already. The axis <laughs> of, uh, the axis of awesome. Yeah. Their four chord song. I'm pretty sure is like nine and a half. I got to YouTube it right now or look oh, it okay. up because. Yeah. It, yeah. I'm interested. I, I'm kind of interested to hear what it sounds like. If it's just like, verse chorus verse chorus over and over again or if they did something different um all right so the four chord song of course there's a commercial (sighs) um how long are you that's six minutes but i think they added more to it Yeah, I don't, they'll I don't never. Remember. I don't think they'll ever run out of content. No, because it's just a bunch <laughs> of like the same things. Yeah, that's five minutes. Uh so I guess maybe it's shorter than I thought. Still, it's a six minute, seven six seven minute long song of just the same four chords. So <laughs> it's possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe possible. we'll have to. Yeah, we'll have we'll uh, we'll have to look that up after. Uh, yeah, after recording, see what it's see what it's all about. Yeah, I don't know if so, I want to uh, spend those ten minutes of my life though. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like yeah, I could listen to. Uh, I could listen to a World of Pleasure EP twice in that amount of, <laughs> in that in that amount of time. Right. Three three song EP twice in ten minutes. Yeah. Um, all right. So if you had to give it a score, what would you give it? I'd say like an eight and a half. This is pretty solid. I enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah. I give it like a seven and a half. Okay. Yeah. Any particular? I like, uh, nothing. Yeah. No, it's not, it's not like they did anything wrong. You know, it's just, um, just reiterating what I, what I had mentioned earlier. I don't know if I was in a complete mood to um, like, it just wasn't hitting right at, at, at the moment. Yeah. So, um, so, so still, we came still back, liked it. Still like the sound, but yeah. So if we came back next week and you're in the mood for it, would the number be different? <laughs> that's, maybe the, slightly, that's the question. Maybe, maybe slightly. Maybe an eight. Yeah. Maybe an seven eight. and a half. Okay. Yeah. All right. I guess that's, that's fair. Yeah. It's not like it would be like a nine and a half. Yeah. Yeah. But uh I still liked it. Cool. Something yeah. different something different. Yeah, it's it's not a uh it's not definitely one that's in rotation for a weekly listen, but it's one of those ones where I I will definitely be in the mood for it eventually and then I will probably play the album two or three times in that mood. Yeah, like if they came out with another uh 
<laughs> I just mentioned that this doesn't seem like the band that would release singles, but it if fits. they had, if they had a single, like, like maybe in between an album, you know, this band's released like maybe like two singles or something like that. Or like a three, um, three song EP or something. Yeah, I definitely, I would definitely click on it. Yeah, for sure. And I am following now in case that happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So should we move on to, uh, immerse? Yeah. The weight that holds me here. Yes. Um, let me click on that. All right. So what'd you think of that? The, you're the one that sent me this, uh, band. Yes. So straight off the bat, they're from the UK, from Bristol. Uh, oh shoot. In my notes, I say read highlights and I can't remember what I meant by that. Uh, so the, it's another quartet, four people, uh, post hardcore lay out all the pain, disparity and fears that come with being human. I, I love the, the way that they, they built their bio, uh, just like they're, yeah, this is what we talk about. The pain, disparity and the fears that become with being human. Uh, but don't worry, it's not all gloom. And, uh, the band confronts these feelings head on to generate positive positivity and op- optimism. Uh, these are unavoidable rites of passage that everyone can relate to. Uh, and I, I really, when they said that, I thought back on the songs and I was like, that they couldn't have worded that any better. Because mm-hmm. this band, I think, is one of the the most diverse bands that I've listened to. At least when it yeah. comes to building an album. They have... Mm-hmm. Uh, Two of my favorite songs, Vile and Burn, one and two, kind of like we were talking about with judging a book by its cover, like the first, they instantly got me hooked. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just heavy, gritty, just, ugh, you know? And then you go down to With You and Southbound, and they're lighter songs, and they kind of stay in that light kind of stage, and then they bring it back up. I, I wrote a, uh, I made a whole little graph on, uh, heaviness of the album is when I called it and it starts off, you know, really heavy and then it just plummets. Like it just like the first over the next couple songs, it just plummets down. And then, uh, I believe with red shade, it comes back up and then, uh, paralyzed, I think brought it back down and, um, down even further with lights and then going up 2319 just brings it right back up there with violin burn and then it kind of drops back down with their, uh, inst- was it an instrumental? Was Monsoul Soul? An yeah, it was like a, pian- yeah. a piano filler thing. Interlude, yeah. So then it drops back down and then they kind of bring it back up to this happy medium of like here, with Here's Hoping. So it wasn't ending on like a, like a ballad, but it wasn't as hard as they were hitting with like Violin Burn and 2319. Uh, which, yeah. so this, this album like threw me for a whole loop, especially, uh, I can't remember if it was, it was either Viola or Burn were, was the first song that I heard by them. So then when it was I, burn. was it Burn? Is that the one I sent you? Yeah. Okay. So I remember sending it to you and then you're like, yeah, let's do it. So then I listened to the album and when one of the softer songs came on, I was like, is this the same band? Like, cause this is, this doesn't sound like them, which I find it's just extraordinary. The amount of, uh, just versatility that this band has, but then also the, I love how simple this band is. Does that make sense? When I, yeah. when I say that, it's just, it's like straightforward. It's very straightforward. And it's not, a, and I don't mean simple and bad, like they're not technically able to do stuff. It's just that they, they write songs so down to earth and you can just relate and you just, it just like taps into like, taps into your soul and like, you don't really have to think about it. You just experience and, uh, 
I think that's why I just instantly fell in love with some of these songs. It's just because it, it wasn't, I didn't have to think about it. It just like, I knew what they were talking about and I, I got the message that they were saying right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was also really impressed at how, <clears throat> at how, um, diverse, like all of their songs were, um, mm-hmm. it's like not every song has the same sound or feel to it. Um, yeah. uh, like they, they have this very, uh, like pop punk. It's like a mixture of like pop punk and, mm-hmm. um, post hardcore. Like if I wrote, like if neck deep and we came as Romans had a baby. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, like Southbound is a very, had like a, like a neck deep pop punk thing, like yeah. at like one twenty three, mm-hmm. um, uh, which was one of my favorites. So like, uh, I got like million tabs open. So like <laughs> burn, burn was also one of my favorites that you, that was the one that you sent me. Yep. Um, Southbound was a favorite. Red shade was a favorite. Yeah. Uh, actually at five. So 2319. And then here's hoping. Cause like they ended it, like you said, they didn't end it on like a, on a ballad, but they ended it on like a, one of those like pop punk, um, mm-hmm. uh, feels. Yep. Yeah. So it wasn't slow, but it wasn't like 2319 where it was like a hardcore, like 2319 was kind of like a hardcore intro, like intro and song. And I don't think that one had, had any singing in it. Um, just kind of in the background yeah. a little bit, but not like a chorus thing that they're, that they, that they did throughout the whole, um, yeah. you know, that's, that's kind of like their sound is like verse chorus verse chorus type thing. Mm-hmm. But 2319 was more of like a hardcore song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one, one thing before I go into like the, what I enjoyed about individual songs is, did you notice the the Spotify plays are all over the place? Like it goes, uh, it ranges, oh yeah. it ranges from three hundred and thirty seven thousand to two point eight thousand. <laughs> no, I didn't notice that. Yeah, because um, I, mean, I just listened to it in my car, and I don't think it shows. I don't think it shows plays on the. Oh, it might not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean the the 28 K or 28, 2800 plays is Mansoul, which is the, the interlude, which I can kind of understand, but even then like Altum, Altum. Yeah. Which has uh, 4,000 yeah. is only a 45 second song that has 4,000 plays. So it's like, I, I, I'm just looking at these numbers and they don't make any sense. Yeah, they really are. You're right. they they really are all over the place. Unless, um, Red sh- Red Shade makes sense um, to me because I really liked that one. But yeah. with you, I don't know. Dead one didn't really make sense to me. Unless that was, I wonder if that was a single. Maybe. Um, singles and EPs. No, it's not, no. at least not on Spotify. It's not considered a sp- single. So it, I don't know. It might be a single sure in the it, UK or something. I don't know. Yeah. If you have, like, if you do singles and st- like that, does it stay in that single section? Like, you, if you put three singles out, or and then and then the album out, does it like get rid of that? Or I thought it stayed. Thing? I thought it stayed. Okay, I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah, there were, there were surprisingly a lot of like so. Altum, Altum was like a filler thing. Mm-hmm. It was I liked that one. Monsoul was like a piano filler that was kind of cool. Yeah. And then like, and then like, I would consider more, um, kind of a filler too. Cause it's, yeah, there's like a, like a minute and a half of music before like the lyrics come in. But even then it's not like, it's like the length of a full length song, but it's not like a fully developed, like full song, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So there's like three, kind of like three, three interludes almost more um altum which is weird because like because like more or like altum like two fillers like in a row more and altum five six and then it goes into red shade which is interesting um yeah so more it wasn't one of my favorites 
but I had to make a note because it reminds me of a song off of AFI's December Underground Al- December Underground album. And I think You know, I'm actually not that familiar with that album to be honest. Oh, okay. I know I know it. I know it was huge, right? That's with was that the one, I was the one with Miss Murder, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 So I think that was the killing floor, like the intro to the killing floor, I believe is uh, what it reminds me of just kind of off the top of my head. Uh, maybe not that. I don't know. It's, it's either the killing floor or love like winter or something like that. One of, one of their songs off that album, the, the intro and the vocals kind of gave me this, AFI December Underground uh, feel, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, I, for, I forgot about Love Like Winter. That was a good song. Yeah. And then was testing your, your Disney knowledge. 2319. Is that from Monsters yes. Incorporated? I think so. Okay. I, I know that number is uh, whether it's, you know, and I, and this is the, this was a band that I, I was like, looking up lyrics for, but I didn't, uh, I don't think I got to that one. So let me click on that. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you look at that. Um, um, and one more thing before we go into, I, I had three favorites off of this album. Uh, but did you happen to go back and look at any of their old stuff to I see if not. like, okay. So I, I started, I did that with the, uh, with with them just because we talked about possibly doing that and seeing if they change. And they're kind of their album. I didn't listen to the whole thing, but I like clicked through it and listened. And it seems very similar to how they constructed this album where it's heavy and soft, all kind of mixed together, which is, which is cool. I I like that. They kind of kept it that way, but, uh, Um, so they're consistent. If, yeah. If you, if, if you have a chance and look back at fake from their first album. Okay. Uh, at two Oh nine. Fake. Uh, they do a blah that suffer. gives me okay. just like the, like most gnarly stank face. <laughs> it's so good. All right. I'm getting there. Yeah. Like it's, it's just like, Oh, so good. Oh yeah. Yep, that's a good one. That's it's a good one, right? And you know what? You know what kind of gave me that <clears throat> feeling was, um, and I didn't notice, I, and I didn't notice it until today when I was when I was you know doing my last like listens. Yeah. Was was vile uh, at mm-hmm. the thirty second mark. He did this like it wasn't a black, but it was a it was who, and I never caught that before. I don't know why. Or 29 seconds. Oh, my word. Yeah. Because, like, in the beginning, so, the, like, the intro was just... That vial was one of my favorites. I... Oh, so great. I love the intro. Uh, not... Uh, not only as a song, but as like an entire album opener. I felt like it was very, just like a stand your ground. This is like, this is the album, get ready for it type song. Uh, I was super chuggy that keeps going on into, um, uh, to like the 148 mark ish. And then it gets soft at like the two Oh, the two Oh two. But (laughs) Uh, like the intro is like, do you think they gave a fuck? And then they just like, hit the mic. Got excited. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just, I, I love that intro. It's just so like, just it's, it's simple. It's a very simple, just like chug, but it, it fits and it's just, ah, so good. I love it. And then another thing that I love about the song is how, 
uh, like gritty the bass is. It's just such a, it's a dirty bass. It's a yeah, very right. dirty bass. And I like, especially I'm, around like 140, mm-hmm. it really pokes through. It gets pumped up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's so gritty and dirty. And it's just like, it's nice to hear like a nasty bass. Cause I, mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like a lot of times you either get like a really twangy bass or you get like a real smooth bass. And the fact that this is just like they threw the bass in a pile of mud and started playing it. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, I remember, I remember when we did the Polaris album, mm-hmm. um, I made a I made a remark that I'm like my first listen through, I, I judged it too quick where yeah. I was like, Oh, this, Oh, Polaris, they don't know what band they want to be or what kind of sound they want, you know? Cause it was kind of, it was, it was diverse, but like not diverse. Like this band was like, they had, they just had a lot of different elements. Right. And then, um, but like this band, they, not that they don't know what sound they want. They just have a lot of sound that they just were like, okay, we don't really want to pick one. We just, we want to, we, we have a bunch of, um, different sounds and we're just going to make that our sound, which was cool. You know what they did? They followed, uh, shoot. I can't think of the name of the band. Fonz, uh, Fonzilla. Attila. 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 Yes. Sorry. I don't know why I couldn't think of the name. Attila, uh, middle fingers. You can be anything you want in life as long as you aren't a little bitch. But like they took that advice. So like, yeah, we're going to, we're just going to be it. We're going to be everything Mm -hmm. and we're not going to be bitches about it. Like (laughs) like that's (laughs) with you saying like, yeah, we have too many sounds. We're just going to do them all. Like that's, that's what that's like, when you said that, that's what pops into my head. Like, hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, that fits. Yep. Uh, So, so I, yeah, you mentioned 2319, like the lyrics and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really sound like a Disney song or a Disney lyrics. I mean, yeah. you could try, you could maybe uh, retrospectively like fit it in, you know, if you really dig deep, but it doesn't really sound like it's a directly. Like a little bit of inspiration, not necessarily yeah, direct correlation, but inspired by yeah mm. nice so yeah maybe yeah so maybe coincidence maybe not but <laughs> i can't i can't uh directly confirm nor deny yeah there was a whole thing on what 2319 meant like in regular life uh no like there was it was like a code well obviously it's a fucking code uh, no, if somebody like did math or something. Oh, you know what? I just Googled 2319 and a Monsters Inc. thing came up and it says, I just realized that in Monsters Inc. when they yell, we have a 2319, the 23rd letter in the alphabet yes. is W yep. and the 19th is S and it stands for white sock. Yeah. And it honestly, my life is in shambles. Yeah. That's okay. That's what, that's what I was thinking of. So are they trying to say white sock? Now look back at the white sock. I don't yeah. think so. Hold on. Let me, uh, <laughs> is there any references to white socks? Um, not really. Not really. Okay. <laughs> it was a long shot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there are a couple lines that you might be able to fit in there. Like too weak to save ourselves. We hide the truth behind the silhouettes of who we try to be. How much longer till we fade? Like they're like with their energy problem, they have to get scream, you know, screams from, or that's how they're powered or something like that. So like maybe a couple lines in there, but everything else doesn't really feel like it. Yeah. And it might just, it might be something special to them. Yeah, it could and be just coincidence, but yeah. So, so you said Red Shade twenty three nineteen and South uh, Southbound Southbound. Um, I think 
I think I liked what solidified southbound for me. Let me just double check because I made a note at 123. It was like a guitar thing that happened. Um, yeah, that like melodic guitar part that happens at a minute 23 in the background. That do, 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 do. Okay. Like I really like that type of like guitar writing. That's yeah, that's very punky. Yeah. I would say very pop punk. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cuz I like I like neck deep, you know, like like neck deep style of yeah, like pop punk. Uh-huh. Um and I'll come across it's not like what only what I listen to, but there I, I do enjoy that sound, and it's mm-hmm. cool to hear it's it's cool to hear it, uh, like blended in with what Immerse does. Yeah, you know it kind of makes sense for their band name too. Like they immerse you in a bunch of different things. Yeah, definitely. Uh huh. That does make sense. Yeah. Uh, one of my other I think what I said I think I already said this, but Burn. What I loved about Burn so much was like the that such they're so good at like introing songs just straight out we're gonna put that just blanket statement they write some of the best intros i've ever heard they just get you hooked in instantly but i love the the epic screaming intro that's just there's it's it's like one step closer to me just getting an album of just or at least just a song of the vocalist just screaming all by himself it's just so it's so close <laughs> Oh, wait, what? Explain that. Elaborate uh, a bit. You know how I like, I think every time I get, we come across a song or something where it's just like all the instruments fade out and it's just like the, the vocalist just screaming his, his brains out mm-hmm. and how I said, I wanted a, I want like a song. I want an album, but I would, I'd be happy with a song where it's like very minimal uh, instruments and just mainly just quiet and just a guy screaming. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like silent planet would be perfect for that. Oh, they'd be so good for that. Yeah. Like if they had like maybe just some, like some, uh, like keyboard pad sounds with mm-hmm. like some bass, but there's really no like rhythm to the instruments, but yeah. there it's just providing some background sound while he's uh like screaming because he he's very poetic in what he says yep so yeah yeah so that is coming back to me now that you said that yeah burn kind of does that a little bit with this intro it just has nice long held out notes but the whole like you held my heart you held my heart and watched it and then just he just top of his lungs just says burn and oh it like it just gets me every time i love it and then uh, I, I put it in my notes, but I don't know if it's 100% true. It's it's one of the first times you really hear clean vocals. And it was kind of surprising to me, but it, in like a good way. Mm-hmm. Compared to Vile, where it was, I think, primarily just screaming. So mm-hmm. that was pretty much all I had to say about Burn. Is I, just, I love the intro to both Vile and Burn. Yeah, then, all <laughs> album, all intro, all intro, no song. It's just a bunch of <laughs> yeah, there you thirty go. second intros and yeah. <laughs> Instead of interludes, it's all intros. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> like here's some intros to songs that we never finish the songs, so it's that those are the fillers. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you think of the album artwork? I like it. Kind of reminds me of like a. Uh, is it like traditional, like tattoo style? Um, yeah, American traditional. Yeah. Yep. That's what I was thinking. It was very, very tattoo-y. And the arm yeah. has tattoos on it. <laughs> a tattoo, tattoo within a tattoo. Yeah. Tatception. Tatception? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's your dad joke of the day. <laughs> Got something you want to tell us, Matt? Tatceptions? Or that is just like... Are you, that, are you a daddy? No, I'm not a dad. 
<laughs> I like dad jokes though. Yeah. They're fun to make. Yeah, I like them. Um, so, uh, that's really all I've got to say. You have anything else to add? Uh, I like Paralyze. It was just a nice, like, slower intro. But then it, like, gets heavy. I don't know. Other than that, it, yeah, that's that's about all I have to say. I didn't really take I I too had, many notes on it, but. Yeah, I think I had a similar comment uh, for Lights. Um, lights, like, it's kind of slower, I think. And then I liked the pickup around, like, 350 when it gets big and epic. Yeah, that's a good song. Yeah, just they kind of have like that echoey, and then all of a sudden at like three fifty four, just the instruments all kind of come flooding back in, and you're like, "Whoa!" Mm-hmm. That's good. Yes. Yeah. So, for this being our first time, uh, with this band, what what do you think? Uh. I I uh I think I'm gonna give it an eight. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of just the number I had floating around the whole time I was listening to it. So I I'm gonna I, stick with that. Yeah, I was I was thinking just about like an eight and a half again. Just it was a they're solid, very. It was different from a lot of the stuff I listened to. The fact that they can do so much, so many different things. Uh, blew my mind. Mm-hmm. And once again, I think they're another four piece band. So doing all that different sounds and whatnot with four people is pretty crazy. So, yeah, it seems like probably a lot of the band members have different, like very different influences in the past and yeah. like that got them into music. And then they each probably like had their input on how, on how the songwriting uh, was going to go. That's cool. Yep. Well, is that all you have? That's all I've got. All right. Well, it's been this episode of The Blackcast. We'll see you next week. See you later. <laughs>